Hello, literary freedom fighters. I hope everyone is having a lovely holiday season so far, and that we're all finding a little bit of happiness as we pass through these very dark days. I know how hard it can be to get through the season, so I brought you something fun. As you might know, I attended the Wild West Victorian Fest in Kerrville, Texas over this last weekend, and while I was there, I had the opportunity to sit down with Flavio Faz of Texas Steampunk Connection. We had a lovely chat about steampunk and festivals and the piss-poor weather that was making us all really, really miserable. Um, so Flavio will be posting this on the TSC feed, and I thought I would share it over here as well. It's like those awesome CWDC crossovers with Flash and Supergirl and Arrow, except with two tired middle-aged steampunks. But I guarantee you'll love it. Get it? You'll? Okay, fuck you guys. Anyway, on with the show. Welcome to the Steampunk Connection. I am live in Kerrville for the Wild West Victorian Fest. I am here with the one and only Blue Stocking. Hello. <laughs> from the Steampunk Dollhouse. Yes. This is such a surprise. Thank you for coming and talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am happy to be here. Very happy. <laughs> this, is, this, this was an unexpected recording. I wasn't expecting to be here, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Even though it's freezing today. Yes, it is very cold outside. Um, this is the first year event, the Wild West Victorian Fest in Kerrville, Texas. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this year, well, you're, you've just come out to check it out. What brought you out here? Just decided to They just contacted try me. Yeah, they said, we have a new festival. Can you come out? And I'm trying to hit more shows to promote my show. <laughs> uh, of course, yes. So, <laughs> that's, that's what I try to do, too. Thought I'd give it a shot. I didn't know it was going to be 40 degrees and rainy today. <laughs> I don't think anybody was expecting that. I mean, the weather's been so crazy. Yeah, I know. And I was checking the wrong weather report, so I was checking Denton. <laughs> that's a good distance away. <laughs> Very good distance away. Is it, is it warmer up in your house? Yes. Wow. So up yeah. north is warmer than down here. Yeah, I was nice. checking the weather report all week going, oh, it's going to be like 60 degrees this week and sunny. Not here. Yeah, not here. <laughs> Unlike, well, a couple of weeks ago in Corp, no, Galveston and Dickens on a Strand, the weather was beautiful. Yeah, that's what I heard. And it was awesome because before, and it was good for them because the year before that, they I think they got flooded out. Yes. And the year before that, it was freezing. And yes. the year before that, it was burning up hot. It was. <laughs> it's Texas. <laughs> it's very Texas. And um, anyway, once again, thank you for being on the podcast with me. Absolutely. And. What I like to do is we, we ask a question for everybody who's been on there. Two questions okay. to start the conversation. It's essentially, how did you discover steampunk? Okay. <laughs> and what is steampunk to you? Oh, okay. Um, how did I discover it? Well, I didn't know what it was called, but I was one of those weirdos in high school in like the early 90s. And I didn't know about steampunk uh-huh. yet. I mean, it, uh-huh. I lived in the suburbs. I was yeah, just I didn't, I didn't know about steampunk yeah, back in the day either. I called it weird Victorian. <laughs> I mean, I wore long dresses and high boots and, you know and read all of the steampunk or the books that were there at the time. But it was right around when it started exploding, I guess, in 2006, 2007. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, that's what it's called. It's steampunk. Got <laughs> it's it. It's called steampunk. And, <laughs> you know, a lot of things were changing for me at the time. And I was figuring out who I was again. And so I just started getting more into the, the clothes and the books. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I went back to school a few years ago that I started really exploring what steampunk can be. So what steampunk means to me it's the ultimate DIY. It's this Definitely. framework of Victorian, yes, but not just Victorian. It's that industrial idea, and attitudes were changing so much in the industrial era. Everybody was learning new things. We were starting to figure out that some things were very, very wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, steampunk is just open for so much interpretation and so many ideas and so many things that you can do with it. That's Definitely. what, you know, like I was telling my daughter, she's building her outfit out here. Yeah, and I've seen it. It's, it's coming along really yeah, well. Yeah, you just pick pieces and put them on and it works and you build things and you just attach pieces and it works and it's beautiful and it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm very passionate about <laughs> oh, it. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I've been, I've not really been in steampunk very long, only in the last few years. Okay. Um, but I've been, a, I've been a nerd slash geek since my entire <laughs> life, <laughs> you know, and I, I was mostly into sci-fi. Yeah. And, you know, and steampunk is a science fiction yes. offshoot. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> with a different aesthetic. And, yeah. You know, and I, and I just, I love the aesthetic mm-hmm. much better. You know, I love sci-fi. Yeah. But, but the aesthetic of steampunk just really has something special to it. Absolutely. And... It's just, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's really hard to explain. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, you, you either get it or you don't kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 
And it's really hard. When someone asks you what is steampunk, what do you tell them? Because that's always my hardest. I, I have a hardest time answering that every time. I've actually gotten better at this only because my show grew out of the papers that I was writing in school. When I got to college mm-hmm. and I figured out that I could start shoehorning steampunk into <laughs> a lot of awesome. my research papers <laughs> and the things that I was writing. And so, like I said, it's... It's this industrial era idea and framework, but it's not necessarily Victorian because, mm-hmm. like I've talked about on my show and we've talked about before, there's Chinese steampunk. Yep. There is uh, African steampunk. Uh-huh. There is India, uh, East Indian steampunk. It's there's every American, American <laughs> steampunk that is completely divorced from Victorian. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's still, it's hard to explain. Yeah, it it's, is. It's I, like I, I said, it, what I usually say is that it builds from, a, the easiest way to explain it is the Victorian framework, but then take it out of that. Take and things that are just, wow. <laughs> when I'm not sitting there typing it out, when I'm actually trying it's to, to say it, words, yeah, right? it's, it's, exactly. it's a lot harder. It's, I, I, I usually try to say it, I mean, for the, for the very mundane people, like, I just say it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sci-fi offshoot of, yeah. um, of, of sci of sci, um of what the Victorians thought the future would be like. Yeah, retro, retro, retro. arrow futurism. Yeah. You know, <laughs> is like one think, think H.G. Wells, yeah. think, think Jules Verne. Yeah. Those, are the, those are names that most people know, even people who don't know sci fi or steampunk. Yeah. They'll, they'll know H.G. Wells. And then take it the from there machine. and kind of yeah. move it. Or. Even though it's a terrible movie, most people will know Wild Wild West. <laughs> yes, they, they always think that. Oh, Wild Wild West. Yes, or Sherlock Holmes, like the mm-hmm. new Sherlock Holmes movies right. kind of hit it. But So, yeah, I mean, it's airships and goggles and, you know, excitement. and But there's also other aspects of it, too, because steampunk can help us look at things like colonialism and gender mm-hmm. inequality and systemic racism and we can look at it from a different point of view and start examining these things and that's why the broad world of steampunk is so important stepping outside of just the one set identity everybody can be steampunk anybody can be steampunk you know it's there's there's a certain look there's a certain feel but outside of that make it your own man exactly (laughs) i mean a lot of people like they they, you know a lot of the I don't know, some of the snottier people, you know, why, why do you have to wear goggles? It's like, you don't have to wear the goggles. Yeah. But to me, to me, it's more like a, it's a, like a, like a costume piece, not really a costume piece, like a piece of jewelry. Yeah. It's just, it's just a statement kind of thing. Um, but, you know, but, but primarily back in the day, they were practical because you had to keep stuff out of your eyes. Yeah. The dust and the smoke. And, <laughs> you needed them. You know, the steam, especially, yeah. you know, out of your eyes. But for me, it's not, I mean, I can't, I mean, I wear glasses normally, so wearing, wearing <laughs> goggles is not really going to be practical for me. <laughs> But I put them on my hat, and it's just it's just a, a statement, like wearing a tie or a yeah. necklace or something to me, you know? It's just goggles and gears are all part of it. Exactly. You know? It's, it's not the, the only part, but it is definitely part of the aesthetic. You do see it a lot. And let amazing leatherwork pieces, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've seen some gorgeous clockwork wings running oh, yeah. around. I've seen, oh. some, I've seen people wear those. Yeah, just some amazing pieces. And that's what the creativity that people take with the leather and the wood and the brass and the copper and just building these unbelievable creations. It's the maker culture of steampunk is amazing. It really is. It's just so beautiful. So that's steampunk to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. All of I that. mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so you, you said you're now recently starting to try to get out to the different festivals. You went to Steampunk November mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, yep. and now you're here at this one. What are, how are you, what are your thoughts about the different festivals so far? Are you enjoying them? Uh, the... Steampunk November was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a much better day though. The weather oh, yeah, was, the weather was, was nice. beautiful. Um, it was a lot of fun cause I've wore the full blue stocking, my, I saw big, you. It was very... my big blue, red and white and blue dress. And I actually got steampunk, uh, wonder woman a few times and nice. I got, somebody asked me if I was Captain America, which is awesome. <laughs> like, Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Almost. Um, but it was, that one was a lot of fun. I liked the, the venue. The venue is really beautiful yeah, it's out very there. It's kind of creepy driving into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the winding path through the trees is very last house on the left, right. but it's like barely a one lane. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but once you get in there, everybody was very nice. Uh, the shows were good. I met a lot of really cool people, and yep. everybody was just friendly and open and inviting. Um, as far as this one, the Wild West Victorian Fest. I think the weather's definitely hurt them. The weather has definitely hurt them because uh, some of the vendors are saying they haven't had a lot of people right. stop by. It's, it's kind of it's slow in here, too. Yeah. We're inside a big uh, know, hangar, gymnasium. A warehouse, warehouse hangar thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a, and the, the vendors are pretty spread out here. In here, it's warmer. It's definitely warmer. 
And the vendors outside are spread out. They got a lot of food vendors. They got yes. Good for them. That is what they have over <laughs> Steampunk November. Yeah. They have a lot of food and a lot of beer. And a mm-hmm. lot of coffee, but it's just—I I think we were saying it. We think it's the Ren, the Renaissance Festival. Um, okay, yeah, which I was unaware they had location. One here in yeah, the Kerrville Renaissance Festival apparently. And I think that's this is the location, but it's just—it's very big and spread out. Mm-hmm. They should have consolidated everybody. I think so, especially when it. the weather started going bad. They yeah, could, they probably, they probably, they, there's definitely more room in here for a little bit for more of those vendors. Yeah, they could have probably fit everybody in here and maybe spread out into the parking lot. Yeah, a well, I mean, because there's a whole other room. Yeah, where that's where just the tea for is pictures be, and pictures and tea. And, yeah. and that's a huge room and it's a, it's, it's a great setup. Yeah. I, like, I like all the backdrops and everything yeah. for the pictures, but it's so it seems like such wasted space. Yeah, it's but it's the first year. Definitely a first year. You and Steamboat November has been going on for a long time. About, yeah, it's and, 10, but even 7 like, years. But from what I'm told, like you saw the size of it this year. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't, it didn't double in size from last year, but think of it, the, okay, last year I was told it doubled in size from the year before really? that. Okay. So that, that whole back part where the balloon was and those vendors, yeah. that, one, that backstage in the back, that wasn't there the year Oh, was before. that new? Okay. I mean, it was there last year when I went. My okay. first year last year, 2016. Okay. That stage in the back was new. Okay. And that whole area was new. So apparently, they, and that doubled their size. <laughs> yeah, it was so. really big venue, but it's nice out there. Yeah, it is very nice out there. But they're, And they're, they tried to expand it again this year for 2017, but I don't think they really doubled the size per se because that, that one set of vendors that went off to, to the right and toward the balloon, mm-hmm. they pretty much, that, they, they just went straight last year. So they just oh, okay. kind of turned them, turned them around. And curved them in a little. Them in. Okay. But, they're, they, but they, get, they have more space. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't have as many vendors, uh, more vendors per se. So they don't have yeah. room for more vendors. They I have think. plenty of room for it. And the parking lot, I mean, we left early, but the parking lot was really full when we mm-hmm. left. So there was a lot of people there. Yeah, and, they, and they have camping, of course. Yeah, yeah, they have the camping. I don't do. No. <laughs> I'm not a camper. I'm too old for that. Yeah, this, play, this, this, this one, the Kerrville one, is not a, there's no camping, I don't think. Are you sure? Oh, oh. there was there not? I don't, I don't know. I Actually, think, I, didn't, I didn't see anything about camping on the website. I think they do, and I think okay, they have so RV parking, too. That, then that helps a lot. Yeah. You know? No, but I don't camp. It has potential. This definitely has potential. Yes. The price point is, is a little bit more expensive just for the general How general much admission? were the general admission tickets? 15. Were they 15? Okay. Yeah, just for ge- just for general admission and it's an additional 15 if you want tea with the queen. The tea with the queen and it's $99 for the ball. For the ball and the concert. Well, and $15 for Marquis de Vaudeville. Yeah, just for them. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little bit pricey. I yeah, that was a bit of a surprise and I know the vendor booths I think are like 120. That's a lot. Steampunk November was like maybe 30. Okay, I could be wrong <laughs> that. I could be overquoting that. I mean, but, but although the hundred and something dollars I, for most other fairs seems about right. Is it? Me, from, from told. Okay. Like Fax vends a lot for, for, for another business he has. Okay. And he loves the Steampunk. He doesn't, we have, we have not vended at Steampunk November, but because we don't really have, he doesn't really have the quite st- right stuff for it. Yeah. But from what I'm told, Steampunk November vendor pricing is really good. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I haven't, I don't even know what's. Um, but of course, of course, we're talking about Steampunk November, even though we're at the, the Wild, Wild West Victorian. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a fair comparison, though. I mean, yeah. but again, but I, think, it's... I think they had more vendors in Steampunk November than here. Yeah, it's hard to tell because they're so spread out here. <laughs> but also, one one of the vendors mentioned that the advertising went out kind of late on this. I think, mm, and maybe I don't. Yeah, I I got notification in October. They contacted me and asked me if I wanted to come out. Yeah, and so you got in here free. That part. was weird, though. That was, yeah, that was completely out of the blue. They'd emailed me and asked me if I wanted to attend and just, you know, to talk about it with my family and friends and mention it on my show. Yeah. Well, you jumped, you started your podcast how, how long ago? I uh, started my show in April. In April. Uh, May. And you just, you just pretty much jumped on the scene. You, 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 I started blitzing. everywhere. I was blitzing people with emails, though, when I got started. I'm like, yeah. hey, can I share I, your I don't link? even know. How, I don't even remember how I figured, how I found you. I, but sent I, found you, you. I sent you a message on you Facebook. Did? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I you contacted did. you and Clockwork Cabaret and, and you're, you're how I discovered them. Clockwork Cabaret. See, there you. you go. So it works. This building whole, the, the connections. Yeah. The, you know, the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast. <laughs> We're building the Steampunk yeah. Podcast Collective. I like it. See? I'm, I'm in. I'm, We're going to assimilate. <laughs> We're going to assimilate everybody into the group. No, it's just, I want to I want to build a community where we all kind of support each other you. and, you know, help each other out. Because podcasting ain't easy. No, and I didn't not. know how difficult it was <laughs> until I got started. Yeah, same oh here. God. Yeah, it's like, I'm, the reason I started mine is mostly because I, I was, you know... I, I drive around a lot in my, for my job, and so I started listening to a bunch of podcasts. Yeah. And, of course, listening to the podcast, I had podcasts on the brain. Yeah. And, and you know, I love this thing, Steampunk. 
yeah, I love this thing, steampunk. And I was like, I talked to my friends, like, hey, you want to see? We should probably start it. We should, we should try to start a podcast, you know, and just talk about it and tell people. It'll what, be fun. You know, we'll, we'll try to connect all the different things because there's so many communities out there mm-hmm. that don't communicate with each other yeah. sometimes. So we're, we, we want to be the bridge for the different clubs and communities. Like, if, you, you know, if you're doing something, tell us. We'll tell everybody else. There you go. And you'll have more people. Exactly. <laughs> You know, it's like because there's there's different there's like well there's the Austin group and there's a San Antonio group and a Houston group and there's one and in apparently Colleen. there's a North Texas group that I didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, there's a North Texas group. Yeah, they're <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> and but they don't communicate even even through the miracle of Facebook. They don't I seem know. to talk to each other. I know. So we're we're trying to get everybody to talk to each other so we can all play together. Exactly. <laughs> everybody come together and you know it's it's like I've said before it's. Don't be. It's not an elitist thing. Everybody can play. Everybody mm-hmm. has a good idea. You know. I mean, it's like any community. There's going to be... There's differences, of yeah, course. Yeah, there's differences about what it is, but... But it's like, like we also say, it's like, you know, steampunk, diesel punk, Wild West, Weird West, <laughs> you know, yeah. Victorian futurism. It's all the same. It's to us, it's all in the same umbrella. Idea. Yeah, it, it you know, all works. Gaslight fantasy, gas lamp exactly. fantasy. It all you, works together. Cthulhu you know? horror. Oh, yeah. You know. Gotta have tentacles, man. <laughs> I mean, because <laughs> we've had some people say, you know, because, I mean... One, um, Erica in our podcast, she has a, a robotic outfit, a costume that she wears. She paints her face and everything, everything. And people's like, somebody was like, "That's not. Um, no, it wasn't that outfit. It was her Amelia Earhart outfit." And she goes, well, they were like, "Well, that's diesel punk." It's like, "Well, yeah, so." Yeah, but <laughs> they're, trying, they're trying to be nitpicky about it. It's like, no, there's no nitpicky. It's no, all, it's all together. It's it all play together. It all works together. <laughs> well, like the one of the books that I just did on my show, The Book of Esther. It technically, it's more diesel punk. I mean, mm-hmm. it's definitely diesel punk because it's petroleum is a big part of these books. The definitely, control yeah. of the Eastern European petroleum fields is a big part of these books. But it still fits in with that idea exactly. and that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And it all works together. And some, one, the one thread that I've seen, to, seen that runs throughout all of steampunk lately is alchemy. Yep. Even in the, the Chinese steampunk and the Africans, all of it, there's alchemy is the, seems to be the one thing that we can all agree on belongs. Yeah, if it's not alchemy, then... On the, more of the fantastic adventurer types, they yeah. always have some kind of like unattainium, yeah. s- special weird element. Yeah, yeah. Know, Quintessence is one that keeps coming up too. Yeah, yeah. and so there's always something magical involved. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I love it. I <laughs> you know, to, to power all this steam equipment. Yeah, because it can't just be steam. Right, it can't just be steam or coal <laughs> or wood. There was a movie. Uh, it was a it was a French cartoon that we saw in the theaters. And it was all steampunk, and they wound up they they wound up cutting down all the trees, and they were running out of stuff to burn. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, so it was kind of dystopian, but it was back in the Victorian times. Yeah. Bit, you know, but they were you know they were running out of things to burn to make their steam. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know, because they hadn't discovered coal yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I haven't figured that one out yet. So you know, and that was part of the, that was one of the problems. Like, okay. I mean, they didn't have any magical element, you know, yeah. like unatanium or some kind of glowing rock, or whatever, to <laughs> power their stuff. You know, <laughs> and it was it was a good movie. Good cartoon. I forgot what it was called though. Now my mind just went blank. I looked that up. French. It was a French cartoon. Okay. But it was it was dubbed into English. Okay. You know, and but at the end, you know, they they discovered coal. But it was really funny how they called it. They called it clean burning coal. Yeah. They didn't know at the time. (laughs) But it was really funny. Clean burning coal. We make fun of that all the time, especially (laughs) since it was mentioned recently. (laughs) Yeah. In a previous speech in the past, Uh (laughs) not not too long ago. (laughs) I'm not going to say who, but you probably know who. Yeah. Well. uh... I do delve into politics on my show. Yes, I am yes, unapologetic about the politics. I will go there all day long. There's but nothing I, wrong with that. I will control myself. Yeah, on. my our, and the, the te- te- Texas Steampunk Connection. We try to avoid it for I the don't. most part because that's just yeah. not who we're not. That's not what we're about. Yeah. We're, we want to talk about steampunk yeah. and what's going on. And like I like to tell people, if basically we try to, we try to tell you if you tell, if say something steampunk, okay, we'll look at it and we'll we'll say, well, was it steampunk? Yes or no. And was it any good? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of bad steampunk out there. There's, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and sometimes steampunk is, you know, there's some borderline stuff that yeah. we're like, okay, it's, it's steampunk adjacent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the neighborhood of, there's nothing wrong with that. And, you, you know, know. we just, I mean, we're not the authority on it, but we're going to make, we're going to make our own we little judgments. We're the authority on steampunk. <laughs> we're the Texas authority, how about that? <laughs> I know it all. I've been to college. Oh, yeah. I've See, written papers. Yeah, well, I know it. yeah, so she's the steampunk authority. We'll, talk, <laughs> no. we'll ask her next time. No, <laughs> no. I, I am very careful to say that on my show. Is there, I, is there a degree in steampunk? <laughs> well, actually, uh, Mike Prashan, uh, Dr. Mike Prashan, mm-hmm. who is a steampunk scholar, he had the blog, the Steampunk Scholar blog. Mm-hmm. He got his doctoral dissertation, or wrote his dissertation on steampunk literature. Nice. Because he is one that I, I cite him a lot in my papers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamie Goh. 
she just got her, just turned in her dissertation, and I believe she just got approved as she did her doctoral dissertation on steampunk, on multicultural awesome. steampunk. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yes, you can actually within the like English literature, mm-hmm. you can yeah do your dissertation on steampunk. So there are steampunk doctors. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is they awesome. They are out there, and they are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because I know someone who, I'm not really sure how or, or how real it is, but I have a friend of mine or acquaintance of mine that's basically got some kind of LARP degree or about live-action role-playing and basically how it, different ways you can do it for, like, therapy and stuff Within like that. Within sociology and, and things like yeah. that, yeah. I can it's, actually see people doing it. Yeah, I'm not really sure how it's connected or how she got it exactly, she but she claims to have a degree in, yeah, yeah, she did her LARP. dissertation And she does, she does a lot in the LARPing community. Yeah. You know, and, and workshops and all kinds of stuff as well. Yeah. Higher that, education has changed, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but one of, the, one of the things that, that kind of bugs me a little bit is, like, here, they're talking about the um, tea with the queen. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're they're pretending like we're in England here. <laughs> kind of, but I think the the theme but, is that. But it's Wild West. Victoria. She got transported to the okay, Wild so West. So she's here. I okay, that makes happened. more sense. Yeah. Okay, because in one of the bigger one of the bigger conventions I went to was in Vegas, and I loved it. It was a great convention. However, they were all acting like we were in we were in England because yeah. the Queen was there Stop. and and. Mrs. Lincoln from Abraham Lincoln was visiting. Mary Todd Lincoln was there? Yeah, she was visiting. <laughs> it's like, but I said, why couldn't it be the other way around? Why couldn't she be hosting the Queen here in Texas? Yeah. Because we're in Texas. We well, actually, American it wasn't Steampunk. Texas. That was in, well, that was in Vegas. But still. But still, it's the, it was the West yeah. in, in, in America. You know, it's like, and, and yes, it was a bad movie, but the Wild Wild West movie. <laughs> we have American Steampunk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sherry Priest wrote a very good, like, seven-book series of American, and it's purely American Steampunk. So, yeah, yeah. it is it is out there. There's a lot of it available. Right. That's why I wear a cowboy hat right, and boots see? and everything, because I'm, I'm in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be Texan. <laughs> Nothing know? wrong with that. And... Yeah, that, that's the only thing that kind of bugs me is that people concentrate too much on Victorian England, which is fine. Yeah. And that's good, but, you know, we are in Texas. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, one of know. the books that I, 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 I... One of the academic books that I used for some of my papers and my research, and he actually, the guy... I can't remember his name, and he's got much, many more degrees than I do, but he says, you know, the Victorian aesthetic or the Victorian London is the basis for all of it. And he even mentions Sherry Priest's Bone Shaker. Mm-hmm. I'm like... <laughs> no, a lot of places had undergrounds. Victorian London is not yep. the only place that has undergrounds and catacombs. New York City. Yeah. <laughs> Victorian yeah. London is not the be-all and end-all. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's, it's focused in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And so the Seattle underground I did, is I did the Seattle underground tour when I was did there. Did you? Because uh, I, I went to a convention in Seattle. And it was funny because basically it didn't sink. Basically, <laughs> they, built, they built up around it on purpose. Yeah. Because at one point, I think they got flooded out from the... So they started digging. Actually, they started digging off the mountain next to it and piling the dirt up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? But some people were t- impatient, so they built their buildings. Up on top. Well, they built their buildings regularly, but then on the second floor, they built it as if it was going to be on the first floor eventually. Oh, okay. So they had doors and stuff on the f- second floor as well, until, and then they built it up to that level. That's crazy. <laughs> I love that. So the Seattle Underground is basically the first floor of a bunch of buildings <laughs> that just got buried after Just kind of got buried after a while. Yeah. After. Well, the same thing happened in, I think, um, Edinburgh in Scotland. There's a lot of cities where, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just they've built up so much over time that you can go down underneath, and it's a fully functioning place because it was... Yeah. It was Open to the sun at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of places that have an underground. Mm-hmm. Victorian think, well, London's not the only one. Chicago has a bunch as well. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's because they sank a lot. They, well, in the fires. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, fires and sinking. Burned to the ground multiple <laughs> times. I mean, it's a problem. But, yeah, it's just so, yeah, it's, it's not necessarily it has to be in England or Victorian England yeah. all the time. Because, hey, guess what? Things were happening here at the same time. Well, the Industrial <laughs> Revolution happened Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's all over the place. So, you know, Victorian, England had the Victorian era. America, it was the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. And inventions were popping up everywhere. Crazy, unbelievable things. And that's the Sherry Priest, the stuff that she has in her books. She actually found those because from going through the patent office. Old patents that were pretty. So nice. a lot of this, like the Ganymede, the uh, submersible, that was real. Yep. A lot of people really died trying to make that thing really, really work. So, yeah, America invented some... I can't curse on your show, can I? Yeah, you can curse. America invented some crazy <laughs> shit, and it was amazing. So, Definitely. yeah, it was, yeah, it was, 
and I mean, I know broaden we, your approach. <laughs> and we tend to adopt Edison and Tesla a lot. Yeah. And, and put them against each other because Edison, you know, he did some bad well, things. Well, Edison was, he yeah. was an asshole. Yes, he was. <laughs> but but that was a little bit after, like, the in the like 1930s? 19, no, it was oh, turn of the century. He, it was around 1900s? Yeah, because okay. Tesla died in the 40s, and he was an old man when he okay. died. Yeah, it was around the turn of the century. Um, All right, because I thought it was a little bit later, but so we adopted them yeah. as, you know, as our... Well, Tesla's the battle royale, <laughs> Tesla versus Edison. Well, yeah. we had a whole thing. We had a whole few several years ago. We had a bunch of friends. We did um, a showdown on Antanium. It was a one day festival. Okay. And it was awesome. And it was <laughs> it was Edison versus Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point during the night, they actually were up on stage dueling with canes. Really? <laughs> you know? That's crazy. You know, and people still talk about it on occasions. Like, hey, we missed that. When's that going to happen again? It's never going to happen again. Because um, the people who put it on burned out. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, okay. And yeah. they, you know, it was it was a bunch of drama behind the scenes that just burned everybody out. But the I was only unfortunately I was one of the, we had um state not actors well wandering actors I guess you can say like I was I was persona I was there walking okay you know interacting with the guests and yeah. talking and playing I was doing a card trick for them and all kinds of stuff and we had other actors running around as well. Sadly, I was only there for one day because I had to leave the next day to go train for another for a new job I just got. <laughs> but I was supposed to be there all day, all both days, you know, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. But I had to leave town. I, I'm told I missed a few things on Sunday, but oh well. <laughs> Saturday was a blast, and it, it was it was basically like picture steampunk November, but just you know just basically thrown together really quick. <laughs> just <laughs> throw the, it on the pile but, and but, see but what. The, you know, but we had like a little saloon and we yeah. had a big stage and we had a big Tesla coil in the middle of the field, <laughs> huge Tesla coil. <laughs> That's your steampunk cred right there. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. <laughs> You know, and we had a bunch of bunch of vendors, and we had a you know say, we had basically what's going on here. Yeah. But it was just thrown together. We had a bunch of play actors inter, inter, entertain the guests while they're walking around. Yeah. You know. That's awesome. It was it was fun, but unfortunately, it was a lot of work, and we we had to build it all up in one day and tear it all down because yeah. it was a, it was somebody's field that we borrowed, <laughs> or well they loaned us or whatever around or they rented it, it to us. <laughs> you know, but it wasn't like Steampunk November where it was they permanent. They have it dedicated because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's their land; they can do what they want with yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of thing. But it was like, yeah, that was even before I even heard of Steampunk November. Yeah. But I'm sure it was going on. Because Steampunk November started off as a private birthday party for somebody. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it started off as a private birthday party for somebody. So I don't know how it was in the beginning. Yeah. But eventually it built into what we went to this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they've been around, what, eight years, I think they I said? Eight so, or nine yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even, I like I said, because I remember, was it you that I messaged with when I first... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be picky up there. <laughs> when I first got started, I think you were asking me on Facebook if I went to, if I knew any of the people up here or if I Yeah, cuz I mean cuz it's in your I, area. I know I honestly <laughs> when I moved back to Texas a few years ago, mm-hmm. I just I almost I went back to school within about 4 years and I've I, I don't you get had, involved. You life. Life's yeah, well, way. yeah, and I also I tend to be a homebody. Okay. I'm a I'm a hermit. A lot of the time, so actually getting out and about I have, like I have, I have my been. time. I, have, I go through periods of time where I, I hermit myself for a while, you know, but then I get out. And in fact, that's what got me out. It's like Thax, my co-host. Yeah. He, you know, I've known him for a while, and we used to we used to play live action role playing, medieval recreation fighting, you know, foam swords. We, yeah. Did you do SCA? Not not SCA. Okay. It was a thing called HFS, High Fantasy Society. It was very okay. I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, I think. So I knew him from back. Then. It was it's an offshoot of Ampgar. If you heard of Ampgar, I heard yeah, that's the one. Which okay. is an offshoot of SCA. Yeah. Of, but this is more fantasy related. Yeah. And we we pad the weapons, not the people. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't be able to survive SCA. Those guys, those are big guys out there, and they, yeah. And even with all the armor, they would. I it's would, brutal. I would hurt. It man, would hurt. Me. It is brutal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would not be able to survive SCA. Maybe light weapon fighting with the SCA, but not yeah, <laughs> not the heavy fighting. I would not rough. be able to survive it. I'm not big enough. <laughs> oh. I've seen them. They're huge. Not all of them. <laughs> the ones I've seen are basically huge. They're like Aww. twice my size or bigger. You my know? first husband was kind of wiry. He could move, <laughs> though. I mean, if you're wiry and quick, yeah. then you'll be okay. So I went I went the other route. But anyway. <laughs> and I, we dropped out. I dropped out of that for a while and kind of went off the radar for a while. And then, you know, I somehow started talking to Fax again. And he yeah. goes, hey, have you heard of this thing called steampunk? <laughs> I go, I think so. <laughs> and Tell it, me more. And it, yeah, and, and, it, and ever since then, I've been you know going crazy with steampunk. Yeah. And started a podcast. How about that? Hey. It's amazing. You know. I don't know if you guys can hear. There's music in the background. That's because there's a stage clear over there. The gear and sprocket stage. <laughs> and you know the sound quality in here might be bouncing off the wall behind. Oh this yeah. And yeah. It's a big. So hopefully this will turn out nice. I'll try to filter it as best I can. We'll talk a little closer to the mic so you can hear us. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Sorry. <laughs> Let me scoot back up to the table here. 
Um, <laughs> well, I lost track of what we're talking about now. I don't know. We've kind of wondered. That's okay. This is just a conversation. <laughs> this is not really an interview per se. <laughs> this is just a conversation. Um, I mean, let's. I mean, let's talk about podcasting. I guess. I mean, you used to what. You, you just decided one day to podcast or were you listening to the podcast? Um, what, what got you I going? I listened to a lot of them. I'd been listening to Clockwork Cabaret for years. Yeah, and I love them. I stumbled you, in across, fact, I found them through you. Yeah, they're wonderful, amazing ladies. And I stumbled across you guys because there's so few steampunk podcasts. Exactly. So few steampunk mm-hmm. podcasts. So few really good yeah, steampunk. Yeah, I definitely did my research. Like, steampunk, okay. I know, what, me too. What, what's going on and out there? It's like, there's none. Any. That's why I decided I can do one of those. Yeah, me too. I'm like, <laughs> I can, no. Well, what happened was I, when, like I said, when I started back to school and I started writing papers with steampunk in it, using as much as I could and so people would ask me about the paper you know and I would try to tell them about the paper that I'm writing mm-hmm. and they're like well what the hell is steampunk and I would get really passionate <laughs> and like trap people for like an hour <laughs> explaining these things to them and one day my wonderful fiance he was like why don't you make a podcast and I'm like what he's like no I think you can make a podcast and then you could just sit there and tell people what you think I'm like I can't do that he's like no really and then he he flipped his computer around. He goes, look what I did. And he had made me a website. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> he's, a, he's a website. He's a designer. Perfect. A graphic yeah. designer. He had put all of this stuff together. I'm like, oh, well, I'll see. So I started researching <laughs> so he it. So you kind of already pushed you toward it. Yes. Like, because look, there's a website already for he you. He is adorable, and he <laughs> thinks I can do anything. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so I started researching it, and I'm like, well, it shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, just talking to a mic, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it was a lot more work than I thought it would be. But, it is a lot of work. You know, it's and it's just me. I mean, I don't have anybody else that I do it with. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I wouldn't be able to do that by myself. I yeah, would, I, can't, I can't just talk by myself. I tried it it's, one time and it just it doesn't work. Yeah, but you've heard me. I just ramble. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Better than what I did because when I was when I was in Seattle, I tried to do one on my own. <laughs> I tried to get a friend of mine up there to join me, but she was not having yeah. it. She's like, no, I'm not. No, it's like fine. So I tried to do a little bit on my own. It's like no. <laughs> I, just nothing was happening. Well, I do script it out, I mean, to a certain extent. So I just, I started working on it. I started putting it all together. I started doing some research and bought me a microphone and I had GarageBand and figured out how to play, be able to, free music archive is what I use for yeah. all my songs. They are amazing. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just started writing out a bit of a script and then I just get on and I just kind of let loose. But I also, the books that I'm doing, I know most of them very intimately. Because you've read them a lot. Because I've read them a lot and I've studied them before and mm-hmm. Like the first episode about the Michael Moorcock book, mm-hmm. Warlord of the Air, I had written a 15-page paper about that. And <laughs> so given, you, knew, you already knew yeah, about it. I'd given a presentation about it a month before, so I knew about it. So it's it's just a way for me to sit there and talk about it and not have to trap people and make them listen to me. They can listen or they, you know, <laughs> or not if they want to. But I've actually I've had a really good response, especially from authors. Mm-hmm. Authors, That's good. Have, yeah, they've given. Really good responses to it. They seem really. Uh, one of them, one of the authors, he said, AJ Hartley, he's like, it's so nice when people actually understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so do you like do you like send them a message saying, hey, I'm going to review your book, or um, did they find out? I'm what gonna... I do, I don't because I, I the one thing that I've done, I don't accept arcs for mm-hmm. review. I do not accept books for review mm-hmm. because I want this to be completely unbiased. Right. Because um, I've done book reviews before in the past, and that is. <laughs> yeah, that is just a debacle I'm not getting into again. So all the books that I do, I buy them all myself. Mm-hmm. They're all my own opinion. Um, but on Twitter, I get on Twitter and I'll say, you know, episode whatever coming up with, and then I'll add the author okay. with so-and-sos. And some of them get excited and they retweet it and, you know, they'll contact me afterwards and say thank you, which isn't necessary. Right. You know, it's... But you kind of, you kind of let them know a little bit. Nice. Like, hey, I'm going to talk about your book. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, oh, you know. okay. So they, 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 they respond you know. or they don't kind of thing. Okay, yeah, and that I makes sense. pop up links for the books. If they have an audio book, then I push the audio book. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just get on there and talk about... I break down the, the reasons why their book to me is mm-hmm. important. Because like we were talking about before, there's a lot of good steampunk. Adventurous escapism steampunk is okay. It's wonderful. But the stuff that I talk about is a little... More yeah. political. It's, yeah. Well, it's political. Mm-hmm. It's a little, yeah. I, I break it down in a way that some people don't want, and that's cool too. You know. Yeah, well, yeah. You, well, you have, of you course, know. you're gonna. You know, you 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 have you say what you want to say, yeah. and you talk about it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's your, it's your opinion. I overthink what you think. things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I mean, I've tried to do some book reviews on occasion on mine, but it's not like anything close to what you do. I just basically, yes, it was steampunk. <laughs> it had these elements of steampunk in it. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed it or didn't kind then of. That's, or didn't, and that's you know? good too. I mean, you don't have to break it down for everything. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, because I don't want to give too many spoilers when I'm when I'm read, when I yeah. when I do one. But it basically, yeah, because. 
my mission is basically let you know this is steampunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, if you want steampunk, try this. Well, know? mine are totally spoilered, but also one of my biggest missions when I do the show is to show that there are other colors and other flavors of steampunk mm-hmm. because for, you know, 15-year-old African-American girl who likes science fiction and gets interested in steampunk, but all she's finding is the Victorian, Victorian yeah. girls in London with mm-hmm. parasol. No, there's you have more options. There Definitely. are so many options there. And there's not a whole lot yet. It's getting better. There's more and more that are coming out mm-hmm. and more and more voices that are being heard. When Neezy Shaw wrote Everfair, it's because she was pissed off about the state of steampunk. Right. She's like, I'm going to write a steampunk and it's going to be like this. And it's set in Africa and it's the Belgian Congo. And it's what if things went the other way? Okay. And, you know, they yeah. took it back. They took the Congo back. Mm-hmm. And it's, I remember that. I, yeah. I listened to that episode And there's of a Chinese engineer yeah. who creates prosthetic <laughs> limbs for people. And it's gorgeous. And mm-hmm. it's amazing. So there are other faces and right. other genders. And there are multiple. There's Book of Esther has a transgender um, mystic. Okay. Yeah. A Kabbalist. Trans, trans, blah, 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 <laughs> transgender Kabbalist. So... There's so much more out there, and that's so. I'm not against Victorian London. It's just there's more faces to it, and everybody deserves to see their mm-hmm. own. Their yeah, some own of, some of my favorite books have been more Western, Wild West. Yeah, you know, and there was one where it was totally, you know, <laughs> it was. I mean, it's totally fantasy out there. It was a um, <laughs> Doc Holliday fought dinosaurs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, it's because there was a the Indian um, the Indian tribes were you know somehow able to stop. America from passing the Mississippi, you know, with through their ma- magic. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and and so and they were trying to get rid of Edison, who was trying to break their magic. Yeah. And so they they resurrected some dinosaurs and sent them <laughs> after them. <laughs> well, there's some really good ones. There's um one. I Actually, no, I'm sorry, that was wrong. It wasn't against Edison. There were some archaeologists that were digging up oh. graves. They were they were hitting Indian graveyards. Oh, the mounds and the yeah. Okay, and yeah. so they were trying to stop that. By, ah. So they resurrected some dinosaurs <laughs> and sent them after them. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, hey, get out of our sacred ground, kind of thing. Well, there's some I read a few years ago. I think it's the Six Gun Arcana. Um, it was set like in the Las Vegas six, area. I've, you know what I've, I'm talking well, about? Shotgun Arcana. Six Gun Tarot. Six Gun and there's Tarot. Shotgun Arcana. Six Gun Tarot and Shotgun Arcana. Mm-hmm. I, think. I have it. I haven't read it yet. Uh, there's because there's two of them. There may be a third now. But yeah, they're set like in the Las Vegas area mm-hmm. and like the darkness. The gods, the other have a god. The darkness is buried in the earth and has to be kept. And it's all really crazy and insane. And those are really fun. And then um, Care and Memory uh, by Elizabeth Baer. It's set in like the Seattle Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. area. And yeah, so, and she's, I can't, that one, I think she had some prosthetic limbs. I can't really remember, but that's a good one too. So yeah, there are some really crazy good ones. I just, not the ones that I cover. Right. Well, you, yeah, you want the, poli- you go for more the political. Yeah, I go for the political the social, aspect. Social, you know, social stuff, which you know, is fine. I'm a feminist. I'm, what can I say? <laughs> I am an angry feminist in America in 2017. There's plenty to be angry about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not a white man. <laughs> I am Hispanic. <laughs> so you have something to of, say about the wall? With a lot of, with a lot of Indian blood in me. From there you both, go. Both sides of the borders. <laughs> you know, yeah. Central and Northern America. <laughs> so you got a few things to say then. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, this is, I don't know how political correct this is, but you know, I've been to Laredo a few times for, jo- for, my, for my job. Okay. And they're building a mall, a shopping mall, okay. <laughs> on the border. So my joke is, they heard wrong. The mall on the <laughs> like, oh, you, heard, you said wall. We thought you said mall. Seriously? Oh, my God. <laughs> because it's literally right there on the border. Seriously? <laughs> it's, a, it's a shopping mall on the border. So, you know. Well, you know, get the best of both sides, I guess. Yes. That's going to be interesting. So I mean, that, that's my little joke. It's like, oh, you said <laughs> wall. <laughs> we heard mall. Sorry, our bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. I did not know about that. Yeah, the wall. Okay. I will... I will maintain, and I, I don't want to keep get your show, make your show political. Oh no worries, that's okay. We, I'm sure people out there, there's people out there who appreciate She's it. She's really mean. <laughs> no, but I just, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, every know. once in a while we've gone, it, we've said a few things like that. I mean, well, and you've said nothing that we do not agree with. It's just, <laughs> it's really, really hard not to right now oh, yeah, with everything it's, it's that's so going much out on. There. So, and much, so much, yeah, so much there. I used to be one of those assholes. I'm like, I don't care about politics. It doesn't affect me. Well, of course it didn't affect me. I'm a white lady from the suburbs and I'm <laughs> a middle-aged white lady. Most of the time, no, it didn't affect me, but it does. It affects all it of does. us. It is important. The things that are happening are 
insane. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy out there. It's it, I don't. Uh. It's just I don't know. Yeah, it kind of leaves me speechless. I don't know yeah. what to say. Well, in my school, my I go to TWU, and we have been papered multiple times by the neo-Nazi groups. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Blood and Soil has been on my school's campus, and they took pictures one night. And the problem that I have with, well, I have multiple problems, but it's a 90% female student body. Mm-hmm. And they are out running around on our campus in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's not Some, good. You know, yeah. a group of, I just, I'm... I keep picturing if a group of these young girls comes across these douchebags and they're mad because, and they all wear masks in their pictures. Of course they do. They post pictures because of themselves in front of our... Because they're pussies. Yeah. They post pictures <laughs> in front of our fountain. show their faces. They're showing who they... So what we did, we started pa- putting up paper. We started repapering mm-hmm. with diversity posters and all this other stuff when we could. And it's just, yeah, they hit UNT. They hit us. Um, I know they've hit a bunch of the college campuses all across the country because that's their goal. Mm-hmm. They're hitting college campuses on purpose, and it's just, I like my town. It's a small town. It's a college town, and I don't like seeing that. You're in Denton, right? Denton, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. It's it's terrible. It's it's just, it's, the campus is, there's so many beautiful young men and women on my school campus Mm -hmm. that I see every day. I work in the library. I see them every day. They're gorgeous, and they're brilliant, and they should not have to see this shit in their faces when they go to school, because these were, these were plastered down. We had to scrape them right. off that's, of the yeah, buildings. That stuff gets hard to get off. Yeah. yeah. So it's just ah. crazy. That is insane that people yeah. will do that. I don't understand people any these people nowadays. I know it's. It's so funny. You're a librarian. I have almost. Almost, but, but you work <laughs> in a library and you're getting there. I, I there's so many. I've, I've run across so many librarians that are in my circle. Friends, <laughs> my, my my best friend that I grew up with. He works up in Michigan State. Okay. <laughs> he works in a library there. Yeah. He's not a librarian either exactly, but he works at the library yeah. there. You know, and then. One of our, one of our, one of my, one of my friends here in, Senate, in Austin, she's a librarian. <laughs> you know, We're good I people. Got a, I got another friend who, who I've met who works somewhere in Florida as a librarian. Yeah. You know, it's like there's li- librarians everywhere. Well, I got I, mean, I attract li- I read a lot of books. Is See, that why? <laughs> we yeah, we know how to find the right yeah, people. Yeah, I, I mean, I read so. I've been reading since I, as soon as, as soon as I could read, I can. Re- I've been reading books and books and books constantly. Yeah, they were a big you influence know. on me, and well, and also especially this last year with information that started disappearing from like the EPA website mm-hmm. and the other government websites. So librarians started organizing the collectives to get the, the hackers and the coders in there mm-hmm. to start pulling the information from the websites before they get deleted. Yeah. That's a good yeah. Thing. So it's been librarians are trying to, we've always, it's always been very librarians are supposed to be neutral and we give people information but and they gotta, do with it what they will save the information. Well, yeah, at some point you can't be neutral anymore. Mm-hmm. You got to pick a side. I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know. There's, <laughs> well, I mean, if there's stuff out there that's disappearing, every you yeah, know, it, you got to you can't let it disappear. No yeah, what it is, it's you know. yeah, it's being deleted from the websites. It, especially at the beginning of the year, it was happening a lot. Wow, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. What is tweeting over there? I don't know. Are they little bird I thought whistles? It was somebody on the stage, but there's nobody on the stage now. I think they're little bird whistles. Okay. <laughs> no. That is yeah. For, for, for a while there, I thought it was part of the act on sale. stage. Yeah, there's some some interesting things for sale out here, and the the odd little dance troupe that was yeah, in the dreadnought. That, that was interesting. I wonder what, who's gear and sprocket is. That? I thought that's who I was on. That's stage. the stage. Okay. No, that's, that's the, oh, name, that's the of name of the stage. stage. Yeah, because there's okay. a, there's going to be a pub called Beer and Sprocket. Oh, it's <laughs> opening up over here to off to the side later. I think. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it's a, it's an interesting little venue. Yeah, it definitely yeah. has potential, but I, the weather really hurt them. Oh I'm, God, I'm it's terrible. The weather hurt them. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's not a pleasant day for anybody. Yeah, we're going to go back to the hotel, and I think we're going to watch Scrooged. <laughs> we're going to bundle up. I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm headed back to Austin from here. Are you driving back tonight? Oh, yeah. Okay. To me, like I said, I, for my job, I drive so much, this is nothing. Ugh, dude, it took us six hours to get here. That's a long way. We you had know, to stop in Temple me, to get her. But... <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, no, okay, that's fine for you. No. You know, like I said, I live central. I live in Austin, which is yeah. pretty much central. It's pretty equal distance to Houston, to Dallas, to San Antonio. Okay. Actually, it's a little closer to San Antonio, but not by much. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, see, and I have no sense of direction, so I'm like, oh, I think he's down in that area. It's like maybe half an hour for him to get there. No, it's a couple of hours, but no big deal. Yeah, I live in, like I said, I live in Austin and about two, about two hours south of San Antonio. Okay. And we're like two hours southwest from here, and we're west okay. of San Antonio from okay. here. Okay. 
and from from to, from to Denton it, from Austin from my place it's probably like three and a half maybe four hours to Denton. Yeah. You know that sounds about right. Yeah. And Houston is about three hours away from Austin. Oh, you, yeah. So you're <laughs> you pretty know. central. Yeah. yeah. No, we're stuck up there in the top of the. <laughs> yeah. All I know it was really dark back roads last night that we took to get here, and there was yeah. a weird truck that was you with took the back really. Roads. You could have just come straight down I-35 <laughs> to I-10. Well, because we had to stop in a oh, Bel- Temple Belt area to pick up my daughter. Okay. Well, Temple and is just north cut, of Austin. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut down. From, I don't know. Yeah. There is a there is a side way you go through. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yes, uh, we came through Fredericksburg. Those are the back roads. And that's where the weird truck was behind us for a while with really really bright like those blue bright lights mm-hmm. it was a really creepy truck i don't know it yeah that's that's one way i i just i just came straight down 35 to i-10 yeah. i could have gone through fedex if i wanted to yeah. but i didn't do it no we took the weird creepy back roads because so <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's we scenic do if it's daytime <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then there's the demon trucks behind you at night so you know you gotta be careful no i don't know but it's, but it's a lovely a, area i just recently found out there is a steampunk society in the permian basin out in midland really odessa area <laughs> and they're they're active. They they were in a parade recently. And there was supposed to be a parade here today. Actually, now that you say that, I think I heard someone li- trying to line everybody up Did during they? during that during the show that we were doing. Did they not do it? I wonder. I don't know. They went outside. Did they all give up because it was too cold? Um, but yeah. Yeah, Queen Victoria looks a little chilled. So <laughs> I don't blame her. I know, right? She looks. She's beautiful though. Whoever they got to play her, she's lovely. I don't yeah. think I've seen her. Where is she? Um, she's probably out there for the tea now. Oh, probably. Yeah, she's really... She looks oh, like young Victoria. I see Santa Claus. Seriously? Yep, <laughs> there he is. He's not a back alley Santa. <laughs> That's the <laughs> best thing I've ever that. heard. Oh, my God. That was amazing. That was a little creepy little thing. We were we were talking. Somebody stopped to talk to pet pet my friend Corgi. <laughs> and it was it was like, you know, there, there was a street and there was a food vendors. And we were behind the food vendor on the sidewalk. <laughs> And I'm just looking, and I see this sign, you know, pictures with Santa. <laughs> yeah. Pointing up, and up it's $10. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and nobody ever and actually saw Santa? I, no. I, yeah, I don't think they were authorized by the, by the, by the Bernie <laughs> Festival, because <laughs> it was handwritten, sign. And That's like, weird. Yeah, I don't know. We, we should have gone in. This you should have gone just to see. We if worried. you go as a group, you'll be okay. Yeah, we, <laughs> next time, if it's there, next time we'll check it out. <laughs> but beware back alley Santas in this time of season. <laughs> they um, are everywhere. I don't know if you can hear the tuba, but there's a guy marching across with a tuba. What the hell? <laughs> and it looks like a juggler's about oh, to start juggling. Oh, the juggler's about to start. Oh, and we've got the, the kilt family over here. This place is awesome. There's, I tell you what, for the, for the cold and the lack of people, there are some the, really the, interesting dudes running around. The, cute, the, the kilt family is adorable. Yeah, they are. They're so cute. <laughs> and there's a little girl with the... Um, the Wild West show, I think, and she was a cutie, too. I haven't seen the Wild West show. It was about to start, but I came inside because yeah, it was cold. Yeah, we, we saw a little bit of it this morning. So, yeah. No, it's. I think it has potential. It does. It really does. Um, Better except, weather. I just, I just hope the price point for the ball and the, yeah. the concert wasn't nearly as high. Um, yeah, I didn't get offered free tickets for the ball. Well, we couldn't go anyway because my daughter's too young. So because right. it's twenty one, and that's the other thing. The ball I didn't realize it was twenty one and up. Yeah, it's twenty one and up. So we couldn't go with her. I don't think there's anyway. enough people here to make it worth going to at this time. The marquee because the marquee of Vaudeville thing starts to take at six thirty, and that's twenty one and up too. So we were gonna have to get her out of here by five anyway. Right. That's yeah. that's kind of that's because it runs till it, five, and then everything yeah. starts again at six or six thirty. Bad planning. Um, yeah. Because I mean, I've been to I've been to balls and concerts, and it didn't cost nearly as much. <laughs> yeah, I was a little surprised by that, and I didn't want to pay out for when we didn't know. Right. You know, but like I said, we couldn't go anyway with my daughter. I'm not going to leave her in the hotel room. So no, that's just yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not go. nice. Like, okay, We're going to go out <laughs> <laughs> with our hotel that has like 18 percent surcharge on room service. So oh jeez. It's a but it's a beautiful hotel. The end of the hills. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Okay. It is gorgeous. Yeah. So. But it's a beautiful area, you know. Yeah, well, it's a hill country, and yeah, I've never been down here, or not that I've not recently. I don't think. So, I guess know. this is like a maybe this is a rodeo arena area. I'm not really sure what goes on here. In this, I don't know. This I park. I knew about the Ren Fair. Yeah, apparently, just because I saw it on the website. Mm-hmm. But that's about. I know there's a falconry out there too. Oh, that, yeah, I yeah, saw that the on the website. There's supposed to be somebody. Yeah. I didn't look at. It. I didn't. There was a section that I didn't quite go all the way down past. Yeah, we past didn't the, past the gazebo area. Yeah. Or whatever. I did not go past that. <laughs> yeah, we went out there, and the insulting guy that you throw tomatoes at was up there saying really, <laughs> really, really horrible things. Yeah, I don't think so I saw turned, him. Yeah, I didn't get that came far. Back the other way. But yeah, I think it's just 
at the moment it's too spread out. It's too spread out, and the weather sucks. Yeah, the weather makes it even feel even Which more spread out. Which isn't their fault <laughs> at all, but yeah, if it wasn't for the weather, it'd still be spread out. But the weather makes it feel like it's even further spread yeah, out. Yeah, if they had maybe moved it all inside, the, because this this it's a big space. This space is massive and would be perfect if they moved just moved everybody in here. Because the uh, stage isn't being used constantly, so all of right. the shows could rotate through the... I mean, <laughs> if we were on the planning committee, <laughs> we could tell them how to do it right now. <laughs> well, like I said, well, we did our little steampunk shindig for that one day on Sunday. So you had some experience. And, well, we had... I mean, we had basically... We had like 20 vendors, and, you know, we okay. were all you know in a, in a couple rows in the, in the area. Yeah, that's respectable, though. And then we had the tiny little stage where the belly dancers were. Yeah. You know, and then we, they didn't belly dance all day. They basically had our vendors going... Then you didn't did make their, them dance all day? No, they didn't dance all day. <laughs> <laughs> that, like I said, it was, it was Lisa Lamar is the one that organized the belly dancers. Yeah. It was all, we, we centered everything well, around her. Well, it sounded like you kind of grafted on top of the belly Yeah, dance. we did. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> See, you that's know, steampunk. Her, well, well, she put steampunk up. No explanation. <laughs> She just put next show or next next show steampunk. It works. And there we're like, go. and we're like, really? Tell us more. And she goes, I have no idea. It's like, well, we can help. <laughs> Actually, it was all facts. Please my co-host. let us take it over. Yeah, it was all facts. My co-host who who did that did the, the yeah. Did he that. sounds like he's got some know-how with that in yeah, that he, area. He organized the vendors. He basically yeah. compiled the vendors together. And we had another friend of ours who did the. We had we had like a little casino area yeah. in the side. No real money was being gambled, but it was for fun. <laughs> and he had some like um, combat croquet, and we had some <laughs> nice. some, la- some um, laser laser you know laser tag fights. Oh, that's as awesome! Well, you know, <laughs> I love laser tag. And you know, and then we did all that, and the belly dancers did their dancing, and they were a great show. Yeah, kind of like you know. And then we had a. a then Lisa Lamar, her her, her boyfriend, <laughs> has a band. It's not really... That's convenient. We're going to turn them into steampunk eventually. <laughs> but they're more a rock and roll band, but it worked out fine. Abney Park it started great. out as a goth yeah. band, so there you go. It, it, you know, and, it, and he, they played their van. Yeah. And then it was, the, night, the day was over at 8 o'clock. It, it worked out great, you know. <laughs> but... It's, and we're going to ex- hopefully expand on that yeah. next year. But, but what we did was... It was perfectly fine for what we did. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're... Because Steampunk November is pretty huge, and oh yeah, but more people building are, up over the years. Well, know? yeah, I mean, we don't know what it was like at the beginning. Exactly, so. and it was, from what I'm told, it was a personal birthday party for yeah. somebody, and, and it was it was invite of, only. Yeah, you know, it was not open to the public for everybody. And then know? blossomed. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, this has places that it can go. Mm-hmm. So, and I think. I think yeah, my main my main concern here is the price point for for the after dark stuff. I guess yeah. the, the ball and the and the concert. Music, yeah, that's the, the main price point. I mean, there was it kind of confused me because it said fourteen ninety nine for the for the ball. Like mm-hmm. I guess so it's only if you want to go to the ball. Yeah. And then fourteen ninety nine for Marquis de Vaudeville. Only if you want to go to them. Yeah. But then there was like a ninety nine dollar point for, for the, all of it. And yeah. I don't. It didn't. It was. It a didn't make con- any sense to me because like yeah. I thought the I thought the Marquis de Vaudeville was playing during the ball. See, so did I. But then I saw <laughs> on the the thing it says he's like six thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, I didn't really understand what was going on with that. So but, yeah. better planning maybe. Back in Santa. Hmm? <laughs> back alley Santa. I'm <laughs> we need a back alley. His beard's not long oh. enough. He's got to be. <laughs> oh, he's charming. <laughs> I haven't even seen him from the front. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. Santa looks tired already. He looks tired. Yeah. <laughs> he's tired, Santa. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, he's probably not back alley Santa. He's just tired. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's working already, and it's not even Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, and the creepy leather guy is here. The guy from Steampunk November. Where's that? The creepy leather guy. There's a creepy Steampunk. leather guy. Yeah, he was at Steampunk November. The He's one on the end over there? With the thing, yeah, with this uh, coming off of his hat, the scarf coming off oh, his okay, hat. Oh, okay, that guy. Yeah, he kind of spooks me a little. <laughs> I could just be me, you know. <laughs> It could yeah. just be the current atmosphere. I see predators everywhere. I don't know. No, I'm sure he's perfectly nice. I've spoken to him like twice. But he has beautiful leather work, though. I will give yeah, him that. His he, stuff is I, gorgeous. I think we talked to him at Steampunk November. Yeah. Just that, I think Fax might have bought something from him. He's got those leather gauntlets. <laughs> yeah, the, like, yeah. Stiff leather gauntlets. Right. Okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Somebody, I think, well, I think Erica bought a cup from him or yeah. a drinking vessel from him or something. He kept trying to put masks on my daughter, though, and it was creeping me out a little bit. So, yeah. She's a beautiful like, girl. Off, dude. She's 17. She oh, looks man. so cute, though, with that little outfit, though, right? It, it came together really well. Yes. <laughs> there was one year at... Did um, you notice the Daleks on her skirt? No, I didn't. There's Daleks. Yeah, from <laughs> nice. Doctor Who all okay. over her skirt. Yes. Yeah. There, there was one year at um, Dickens on the Strand where they had the Steampunk Alley, which wasn't there this year. Back Alley? 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it was a parking lot off to the side, but <laughs> they kind of, they closed that off and charged for parking there instead. Nice. Um, but anyway, there was one year where a lady was there selling, I guess, like gas masks. Yeah. And my only response was, she's like, hey, you should buy one. I was like, well, my only response was what? And cover up all this? Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Why would I cover this? Exactly. That was my only response. It was funny. But. There was a booth in the back, up towards the back where the insulting tomato guy is that um, they're selling the plague doctor masks. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're really cool. There's some that have brass insets. Yeah, and they have the, the gas mask that she, my daughter was thinking about getting one. Yeah. <laughs> but why cover up all well, that? Well, that's why I'm like, you know, I'm like, it looks adorable, but it's going to get annoying after a while. It will. And nobody can see you. She's like, I know, that's why. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I have um, one of my top hats I have. It's not it's not a Plague Doctor mask. It's a vaudevillain, I don't know, it has a pointy, but people think it's a Plague Doctor mask. But yeah, they kind of, yeah. It's, it's more festival vaudeville, I don't know. <laughs> But people keep calling it a Plague Doctor mask, and I just stopped correcting them. Just go with it. Just go with it. That's all right. We have a juggling act going on in front of us at the moment. Oh, that's the tuba player? Yeah, that was the tuba player. Oh, yeah. Her little outfit is adorable. I saw her earlier. She is tricked out really well. What else is going on here? Like I said, there was a Wild Wild West show kind of situation going on outside earlier. Um, Yeah, there's a Wild... Bill, it's like it's based, yeah, it's based off the Wild Bill thing. I so much want to get into that. I want to shoot those guns, the, the, the blanks. I want to put. On they a were show. Show, They were shooting them. He shot them this morning before the other show started. Because there's a a whipcracker that was out there. Mm-hmm. She was because I got. That's why I got the flower in my hat. Because she, I had to hold the flower and she oh. snapped it out of my hand. <laughs> scared the crap out of me. Because there's two kind of shows. I mean, there's. Um, there's the Old West shooting where they actually go out and target shoot with Old West guns. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to do the show <laughs> where I shoot blanks. The fake stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, you're still using the same guns. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just don't know how to get into that. I don't know anybody who is into that. Google it, man. Yeah, I have. All I keep finding is the is the actual shooting contest with the old guns. Contact the uh, the people that are doing the show out there. I go there. talk to yeah, them. Cause yeah, because he's got blanks. He was shooting them off this morning mm-hmm. before their show began. So, yeah, contact. <laughs> so, as is I just say, how did you get into this right. and how can I get into it? Exactly. No, I like the game tables, though. That's cool. You got yeah. all the little game tables set up back a, there's here. There's a Jenga. There's um, dominoes and yeah, cards. Nobody's really using them. Nope. Need more people. Okay, they give us a nice little chair to sit. Yes. Table to sit at. Yeah, they just they need more advertising. This is oh the jugglers are celebrating that they dropped everything. Although I have to say it is odd that they contacted me and not you. How they found me and not you? Did they? Did well, because you're out there. You blasted everybody. You're on Twitter. I don't know how to do Twitter. <laughs> but I. But if they listened to my show, I've plugged you guys so many times. I've heard times you. Thank you. I appreciate that. that. They should have found all of you that are in the area. I mean, I'm trying to keep it out there. And if they had just gone to my website, they would have mm-hmm. found your link too. Honestly, it might have been because of Marquita Vaudeville. <laughs> have you been blacklisted? We, we we have had issues with them. Well, they had issues with us at one time. They probably oh. forgot about us by now, but maybe not since they didn't invite me. Your nemesis. <laughs> well, like I, to- well, I told you off, off, off mic, I told you earlier about yes. Thacks pissing them off. I wasn't going to repeat that, but go ahead. It's a story that's out there. I'm not going to get into it deeply in there. Thacks, Search it. You will find my it. My co-host, Thacks, did say some things about him and pissed him off at one time. But that was a long time ago, and he, so- he sense re- well, I don't know if he regrets it, but... <laughs> probably. Probably not. <laughs> but, it, you know, differences. Everybody has differences. Yes. You know, and it was a long time ago. Can we just look past that? We all see different things in steampunk. Yeah. That's okay. And we can criticize each other. That's, that's the other thing. It's, it's either nobody wants to get along or everybody thinks that we shouldn't criticize and that we I don't necessarily right. think we should all like each other we're not going to it's like no, any subculture no. not everybody's going to get along exactly but criticism is okay as long as it's constructive yes there you go we don't have to rip each other apart I mean, right and if you don't agree with somebody you know. it doesn't mean make them your mortal enemy yeah I mean they're <laughs> like I said I was telling you about the one audio drama podcaster that I spoke to that got a little defensive with me about escape escapism is okay I'm like yeah I never said it wasn't. Escapism is perfectly valid. Yeah. It's okay. I don't cover it, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. I read those books too. You know, Spring Hill Jack, with the, the Adventures of Spring Hill that's Jack. That's on my list. I haven't read Hobbit. it yet. Yeah, that's a great book. <laughs> so I like that. The, the Gail, uh, Gail Carragher, the Parasol Protectorate, Soulless and all of I those. Think, I think Erica's read those. Those are really good. Mm. Vampires and werewolves and it's all crazy. <laughs> so nothing Escapism, wrong with it. Right. Yes. It's just pure fantasy and adventure and it's fun. And that is okay. 
Yeah, that's yeah. primarily what I'm into is because it's just it's my, my it's my escape, <laughs> my mental escape of things. You know, I don't know how to escape anymore. No, it, I go back to my Anne Rice for escapism. So <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, like an essay. Vampires. Yeah, I've read the first few of those books. I never uh, got past. I don't think I read Body Thief. See, I was 15 when I started reading them. <laughs> so you know, yeah, it was a long time, time ago when I read them too. Yeah, yeah, that was what. That was a long, long time ago. I'm very old. <laughs> I will be 42 in two months. So. Oh, you're not that old. I'm older than you. Not that, not much. that much. I'm 48. <laughs> so. See, yeah. At our age, that doesn't really matter anymore. Those little piddly things like yeah, that. Like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's old. Old is old. <laughs> no, but, so. Wow. Well, I think um, I think we're running out of things to talk about. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap it up. It's, all, it's almost been an hour anyway. Oh, has it? Okay. Yeah, yeah they're getting bored. <laughs> and here comes your fiance. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Oh, you Stocking. didn't bring me one? <laughs> I'm kidding. You didn't bring him one? I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> we're we're wrapping done. it up. We're, we're wrapping it up right done. now. Okay. Once again, thank you for being here. Thank, thank you for talking with me. No problem. I enjoyed it, actually. We're going to, we we need to communicate a little bit more, make a nice little podcast family. Yes, we're building the group. I, I know you got adopted by the, by the Steampunk Cabaret. Yes, I am now blue stocking Adderkop Davenport. So, yes, my initials are bad. <laughs> awesome. I know. <laughs> Yes, they, they are good the, people. I contacted them earlier. I forgot why, but they offered to adopt me as well, and they yes. sent me the form. And so I'm they like, also, I think they're adopting um, Michael Rigg or their uh, Riggs robot Robbie from the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, because Robbie is in love with their their uh, their, their, their robot yeah. um, Poppy. Poppy yeah. Yes, yeah, Robbie's <laughs> in love with Poppy. So it's a whole big see see we're we're forming a group. Right. We're, we're forming a family. It's Everybody's a good thing. Connecting. But they're so far away. They're in North Carolina. I know, because I want to go to the Clockwork Ball. I saw, yeah, I would too. That would have been great. I even told They've them been doing if, it for I, if so I lived long. closer, I would have been there. As I'm like, I that's what I told, I told Mr. Stocking. I'm like, can we take a road trip? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we just spent all the road trip money. Sorry. Damn yeah, it. we're trying to think of things to do because like, since the Vegas one doesn't look like it's going to happen anymore. Okay. We're trying to think of another one that we can, because we, we made a lot of friends in yeah. Vegas. And we're trying to think of another convention we can go to and all meet at. There's yeah. the one in, um, not Phoenix, south of Phoenix, another Wild West. Yeah, convention. I know what you're talking about. I've seen the ads for it, but I can't remember the name of it now. I was supposed to go there last year or this okay. earlier this year, but my traveling companion backed out on me at the last minute, <laughs> so I didn't go. Aww. <laughs> I had the tickets and everything, but oh, I didn't go. Oh, damn, really? <laughs> yeah, so I, I lost a little money on that one. Shit. Um, <laughs> That sucks. Trying to get a refund. They never. No, they won't. They didn't. Yeah. They, they thought they, they kind of teased me that they might have yeah. thought about giving me a refund, but then they didn't. So. I know a lot of people go to Dragon Con. Because yeah. the, the a lot of steampunk happening in Dragon the clock Con? that's where the Clockwork Cabaret girls go. That's when they take hiatus every summer. Okay. Yeah, I remember they they, they go to that. Dragon yeah. Con and every sometimes year. They do a, sometimes they do. A, they a do DJ stuff. And yeah, and sometimes they do stuff out there. Yeah. So yeah, the steampunks do congregate at the Dragon Con. That's true. So we'll have to think about that. Cause yeah. We'll think about that because there's also that one in Seattle I went to that was actually pretty fun. Okay. That was in a convention center. Yeah. But their panels and the stuff going on was actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but it still didn't, the one in Vegas was just the best. I have not <laughs> been as, had You're never so going to get over it. And, and it doesn't, it didn't have nothing to do with the fact that afterwards we all went out in this, this uh, strip and had a blast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but just the con <laughs> itself was just fun. There was something yeah. always going on, you know. Well, that's cool. So, but anyway, once again, I okay. said this already. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you. I had <laughs> a really good time. Tell everybody where they can find you um, if they want to find you. My show is the Steampunk Dollhouse, and you can find me. It's uh, Steampunk Dollhouse on iTunes and all the other podcatchers. And my website is spdhpod.com, and I'm also on the Twitter and the Facebook at spdhpod. Um, blue stocking and come find me I also have a private uh, not private but my individual Twitter is clockwork at clockwork heart so come find me talk to me listen to my show um, you know tell me what you think and even if you don't agree with me tell me what you think yeah, I love opinions discourse or talking yes you know. that's the whole point yeah. of all of this is to get people talking right well you're taking a break at the moment When's, when are you going to come back on? I will be back January 6th yeah, um, that's not too far away yep and we're actually going to be doing Ken Liu's um, they're not steampunk he calls it silk punk Okay. Because it's entirely what we're talking about, not Victorian, mm-hmm. is entirely Chinese-based. Okay. Um, the technology, but it's amazing. The Grace of Kings and the Dan- it's the Dandelion Dynasty series. Mm-hmm. They're super long, but they're really, really good. So yeah, that'll be January sixth. Awesome, Silk Punk. Yes, so Silk I'll add Punk. That to our to our list of punks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Hello, this is Mike, the Storycrafter from the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast. And I am Agent Copperstocking. You are not Agent Copperstocking. 
You're my clinker cohort and co-host, RBY2187. The name is Robbie, and thank you for ruining my top-secret steampunk literary agent name. Can we just... Can we just get on with the bumper for Agent Bluestocking, please? You are listening to the Steampunk Dollhouse. Get read your rights. <sighs> we need to talk. What? The Steampunk Dollhouse is a Wind Up Girl Studios production and bears a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 4.0, international license. Additional episode writing by Elizabeth Hedrick. This episode was produced by Elizabeth Hedrick and Flavio Faz. The intro and credit music is Let's Just Get Through Christmas by Dr. Turtle, which can be found at thefreemusicarchive.org. For more information about the text and music used in today's episode, please see the show notes or visit our website at spdhpod.com. You can find more information about the Texas Steampunk Connection at texassteampunkconnection.podbean.com. And finally, we thank you for tuning in. I'll keep reading your rights for as long as you keep listening. Blue Stocking out.